I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Who says it's the closed season? It never stops in Scottish football. We're just a few weeks away from the Euro. Scotland against the Czech Republic. Two weeks on Monday. Hamden Park then will be at Wembley against England in the 18th and then the 22nd against Croatia and then hopefully after that we continue in the tournament but today it's the managerial merry-go-round Barry Ferguson on his way to Aloe Athletic Malky Mackay announced at Ross County and who's going to take over at Dundee United is it Tam Courts the youth person could it be Derek McInnes who is in the frame John Kennedy could he move from Celtic to Tannadice what do you think 08 08 17 17 700 and Celtic season ticket renewal it's on sale but there's controversy because there's still no word about Eddie Howe actually taking over and the backroom team are they ready to announce when is it going to happen and are Rangers off to Portugal soon for the pre-season before we know it we'll begin ready for the Euros themselves and then it's the Champions League qualifiers with us tonight Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven Davy and your old team Kilmarnock relegated yeah. um with barely a whimper in Monday night, well, were you surprised that, as well as disappointed? That, that was the biggest disappointment for me watching the game. I mean, if you're going to go down, go down with your boots on. Um, whimper, you, you, you picked the right word there. I was really disappointed to see the lack of fight. 14 players leaving, Davey. It's this time of year. It's devastating for people, for every player losing their jobs. Sometimes it's because of the age, but it's a, a tough time of the season. Well, you know, I, I don't think Billy Bow had any choice really I mean I know he's saying that the budget will be the same next season but I think you'll find that when this furlough scheme ends the football and you know football payrolls if you like will be decimated and it's going to be a hard time for the game going forward that's why we really have to hope that the Scottish government takes its foot off the handbrake in terms of allowing crowds back into the grounds. David, when you were in the other week, we were with the Kelty Hearts manager. Yeah. And I know you want to congratulate yeah, him. Absolutely. What a win. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, terrific just to see Barry succeeding, first of all, because I think a lot of us, myself included, had our eyebrows raised when he, you took the job in the first place, Barry. Uh, I'm not saying that Kelty was beneath you, but it was a strange one for someone of your profile to go in at that level. But... You've done a terrific job and congratulations on the Aloha appointment as well. But I think as much as anything, you've, you've struck a blow for the pyramid system, a, a blow that had to be struck. Um, you know, it was shamefully ignored last season, the pyramid system. I think they tried to stitch it up again this season, yep. uh, but there was enough dissenting voices to, to see that justice was done. And it's great to see Kelty in the league. Yep, Davey spot on. Um, look, it was great for, for Kelty to get the opportunity, but it was even bigger for the pyramid system um, when it got brought in in 2015 I thought it was it was great for Scottish football um, as David just mentioned there last year we, we got denied that, that opportunity so it was great to to go and actually play in the playoff games uh, and to get through it it was um, it was a great a great Sunday I was absolutely delighted for the, the club and most importantly the, the players 
David, you, you did your own bit as well, because I, I think it was like an old boys club. People were kind of ignoring it, and we thought, mm. this is just... I remember there was no word about training. They couldn't... It wasn't yeah. fair, but well done to you and the Sun Sport. We did it here and go as well. Yeah, I think it was that, a big push, wasn't it, yeah, from, people from the media? Behind it. Yeah, people I, I think people could see the, the unfairness of the whole thing, especially yeah. after last season. I mean, it would have been ridiculous had it happened twice in a row that, you know, the, the, the stitch-up... They keep breaking in the, the, the league when their chairman, I think, was on one of the committees at Hamden. It, it did not look, it was not a good look, put it that way. Absolutely. So, Barry, on Monday, it's been busy. 40 hours ago, we were in the studio, and uh, the word is out you'll be announced formally tomorrow. But uh, Aloha Athletic just gone down to the first division. Why Aloha? Because I know other clubs and bigger ones have been mm. in for you. Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't want to say too much. I'd made my decision, Paul, in, in March that. No matter what happened, whether we we stayed in the lone league or tell to get promoted, that I was um, it was time for a new challenge. Um, so I was just fully focused on making sure I'd done the best job possible for Kelty to get them up, and then I informed the club obviously in in Sunday night. It was a a, a tough yeah. chat we had, no doubt about it. But they they totally understood, um, and they took it as as men. And obviously the um, in Monday, Alawa made made contact with with Kelty officially and they gave me permission to go and speak so I spoke to them on Monday night and then obviously met with them yesterday and the deal was struck um, today so um, as you mentioned there officially I'll be named the manager tomorrow I'm looking forward to it it's a big challenge obviously you mentioned there they, they got relegated the spirits I need to try and pick the spirits up but there's a good core group of players there and if I can add good quality to that We'll give it a good shot and try and get promoted back into the championship next season. Mike Mulraney, of course, the vice president of the SFA, and he's the he's the owner of the club. He's quite a, I don't know him that well, but he's been around. Do you like the fact that you're you're dealing? How much control are you going to have, Barry? Yeah, well, in terms of Mike, I'll, I'll be honest, we hadn't met him before, but when I spoke to him, I was impressed by him. I met him yesterday, obviously, and again, I was I was really impressed with him. Um, as you know, it's his club. He's got ambitions to try and get back into the championship as quickly as possible. And it's great that he, he's seen me as the, the man to try and do that. Um, but in terms of the football side, he'll back me as much as he can and he'll stay away from it and let me go on with um, the most important thing is, and that's getting a team prepared and ready to go for the start of the season. David, what do you think of uh, Barry's move choosing Alloa? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough league to get out of. The likes of Falkirk, um, Falkirk full-time, aren't they? Yep, yeah. Queen's Park as well, David. Falkirk, Queen's mm -hmm. Park, um, spending a lot of money. So it's going to be a, it's another tough job you, you've taken on. Um, tough, tough league to get out of. Yeah, but it's a you risk, like that. I, I don't mind taking yeah. a risk. Um, as, as David mentioned there, there's, there's two full-time teams in there, but also you've got Cove Rangers, Airdrie, Peterhead. Um, I could go on and on. There's a lot of good teams there. It's going to be a tough league, but it's a challenge that I'm going to... I'm going to grasp and I'm going to give it my best shot. Um, as I said, there's a bit of work to, to bring a few players in um, to help the, the, the core group that's already signed up for, for next season. So the next three or four weeks is going to be really busy for me, but it's something I'm looking forward to and I'm ready to go. You've been in here for an hour or so and the phone is red hot. Because it must be, as David, you'll remember it as well as a player. Barry, for you, you know, can you imagine playing for clubs though when you're not international players? It must be really tough. Yeah, I mentioned to you. David that it's the, the longest list I've seen of free agents of players. David touched on it at the start of the show. There's a lot of clubs cutting costs. So there's a lot of players out there um, available. And it's going to be tough because... Listen, footballers have got mortgages to pay, they've got families to feed, cars, etc. Um, so 
I've got all, a lot of work. There's a lot of good players available, um, so I need I need to get a chance to to meet them and and try and um, make sure Allah is the correct club for them to come to. Have you still got the horrible job to do to tell players that they're being released, or is, is no? That's the chairman done. already is done. Yeah, so it's done. That'll be way off your mind then. I, I tell you, David, that was one. That's the hardest thing as a, a manager. I've, I've had to do it the last couple of years when you let players know that their time's up. Um, that that's the the toughest thing of being a manager, but it's part of it. Yeah. that's part of your coaching badges as well. Um, you're trained up to deal with situations like that. So, no, there's I think there's a ten or eleven players signed up and ten or eleven really good players. So I'm happy with the core group. How many more would you need? What kind of squad? I'll need to get another six or seven players in. Yep. So there's a lot of work, and ideally I want to get them in. We we'll start back pre-season. Um, the 19th of June so I've got three and a half weeks to try and, and get and you know what it's like pre-season's important getting new players integrated into the, the kind of the way the club works so it's going to be it's going to be busy but I enjoy that side of it you love it you love the challenge to be clear you're staying with us though in Glasgow's yep, Go sure Radio am. Sure so that, that's good news Sadly, Davey, isn't it news. yeah no, oh, no absolutely. listen something's absolutely. building you know it's uh, great well over 600,000 people have tuned in on the app so we love it Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited we'll be there for the Euros and we'll be there for the Champions League qualifiers then everything else but we've still got the Champions League this year to come uh, this weekend and tonight of course it's the Europa League final, mm. Manchester United against Villarreal, Unai Emery up against Solskjaer. Yeah. And I see Sir Furious is there, Sir Alex uh, is that right? he was he? on the plane yeah. with them. Brilliant. So I think that Brilliant. could be a great piece of psychology. Oh, ab- ab- yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, they're, they're odds-on favourites. Uh, Villarreal finished seventh in La Liga, so they're, they're not a, a real top Spanish side. So United should get the job done and that, that would get them, well, they're going to qualify for next season's Champions League anyway but it would be nice to pick up another piece of silverware wouldn't it and the manager he needs a win doesn't he Solskjaer himself yeah but yeah. I mean it's great to see Sir Alex is there yes. um, round about the hotel and I've seen Solskjaer's um, interview that if any of the guys need to go up and ask him anything he's always there to to help them out so I fancy Man United to do it. Do you? Yeah, yeah good. Mm-hmm. Scott McTominay as well. What a season he's had. He's so important for Scotland and for Man United. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if Davy will agree with me. I think there's been so much improvement in Scott McTominay, certainly this season. Um, you just need to look at the big games. Schultzgar picks him every single time. And he's turning into a top midfielder. There's no doubt about it for Scotland as well. He's been used in a back three. But I prefer him in the centre of the park. When I've watched him for Man United, he's been... He's been top drawer. Just brilliant that Alec McLeish took the bother of going down to speak to him because the, the suggestion was at the time that he was going to wait for England and Big Alec jumped in his car and went down and got a hold of the boy. And I don't know whether Sir Alec Ferguson had a, an input to that. He may well have had, but what, what, a, what a vital player he's going to be, not just for Manchester United, but for us as well. That's a great point. It's worth remembering that for, for Alec McLeish, yeah. you know, that he brought his Scott McTominay. Uh, what about Harry Kane? Will he be heading to Manchester? Probably. Will it be the blue end or the red? What do you think? Do you think he's off to City? Because he says he wants to win something, so it's I think he could go anywhere in the world, yeah. Paul. I, I think he's he's in the top three, I think. I mean, if you're picking the, the best strikers mm. in the world, I think Harry Kane is up there with anyone. Barry, you agree? I know you've said that. Yep. Yeah. If no. One of the best he is. He is the mm. best for me. Um, I can't think the weakness in his game, Barry. Yeah, you know, he, he can go long. I was he can hold surprised, Davy. He's twenty-seven years of age. Mm-hmm. He's still got his best years yeah. in, in front of him. Um, 
fantastic footballer and I love he done it the hard way as well he went out and loan to two or three right. different clubs he had to go and find his feet and he came back to Tottenham and, and what a centre forward he's turned out to be it's hard to believe isn't it he was going out on loan Harry Kane yeah. he wants to be the all time top scorer uh, in the in the Premier League in England so that indicates that he'll go to well maybe Man City or Man United Cavani signed another year with them but um, this is his last huge one at 27-28 this is last massive contract you, you would think if yeah. Manchester United were really serious yeah. about winning the title back you know given Manchester United's wealth um, you would think they would push the boat out as far as they have to to, to tie this, this up and it might just suit the Glazers given the bad publicity they've had recently and the criticism they've had, the Harry Kane signing would uh, get them back on side, wouldn't it? That's good. Yeah, good 100%. Point, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think <laughs> yeah. of that. Obviously, the Man, Man U fans ain't happy just now, but I'm sure the signing of Harry Kane would, would uh, certainly fix that. You are looking much better tonight than you were on Monday. He was rough on Monday. He got <laughs> in at four in the morning. Surprised he turned up. I know, you think they've got promotion into the SPFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. listen, I'm a big believer. You've got to celebrate um, those occasions. It was just a brilliant day, a brilliant night with the, with the players and seeing them, them celebrate. But I'm not getting any younger. I suffered on Monday. Certainly suffered. You were a pro. I don't think it matters what level no. you, you win a league. Mm. Um, I remember winning... The, the old first division with Kilmarnock, which was mm. the second tier. And if the feeling is, is just as good, yeah. you know, mm. as winning the Premier League itself, it's, mm. it's just a fabulous feeling because it's the whole season's effort. Mm. You know, it's all the horrible mm. days in the training ground when the sleet is hitting you sideways. That's the moment it's all worth it. That's what it's like every day up in Kelty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. That must have been some... Uh, what an achievement for you at Kelty, though, when you think about it. I know I keep going on about this. I keep thinking... I see... Mikel Arteta there at Arsenal and I see Barry at Kelty and I was trying to work yeah. it out David you know it's difficult for Barry to talk about that but you know what I'm saying two amazing players doesn't make any sense it doesn't does it, does really? it? Yeah. I mean obviously Arteta got his big break with uh, Guardiola. Guardiola at City yeah. and that yeah. that paved the way for him didn't it yep but he chose to. I'm looking yeah. at Barry yeah, I, to I, go I, down I, a different route as well I, yeah. I could have went into other clubs yep. and being in the background as, as a coach but I just felt I wanted to get my hands mm. dirty I was lucky enough with the clubs I played that everything was laid in a plate for mm. me but when I, I completed my, my coaching badges I felt I, I wanted to go down a few levels and I, I tell you it's hard work there's no doubt about that but um, it's been worth it the last three years um, to get a club the size of Kelty into the SPFL um, it's brilliant and it's it's been a great learning curve for me as well what is, what is um, Mike Mulraney won't thank me for saying this, but do you see yourself in the long term back in England managing? He said that to me. He doesn't want me to be there yeah. any longer than a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, um, but that's what he did say to me. And I like that he wants to see his managers progress. And I think if you look um, previous, he said Paul Hartley, Jack Jim Ross. Goodwin, Jack Ross. Yeah. He said managers like that go on and, and manage at a high level. So he wants managers to come in, do a real good job and progress um, to bigger clubs. Could you have been at Rangers as part of the coaching squad yeah, since the time you re retired? Yeah, I yeah. went and spoke to um, when Pedro Kitschina mm -hmm. was here. I went and spoke. It just wasn't right for me. I didn't feel he was the right type of guy. Um, so look, I made a decision. I know a lot of people were probably looking at it and saying it's a strange decision, but I feel it's good for me mm -hmm. um, to learn learn the hard way, basically. 
Yeah, you, you met. I'm not going to mention on here, but you mentioned a couple of other clubs that, that spoke to you, full time clubs. Mm-hmm. Why not a full time club? What 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 was the just appeal? small steps, Davey? I, I feel um, now I got Kelt into a league two. Obviously, Alloa getting relegated into League One. I just feel sometimes you can take too many steps and go up two or three levels and then maybe suffer and you need to come back down. I just feel this is the right move at the right time and I think it's the right club as well. And Kevin Thompson is being mentioned. Uh, for, I haven't yeah, said this to you, Kelty Hart. So you played with him at Rangers. Uh, he's at Rangers. That would be... What, what, do you th- what would you say if he asked you, which maybe he has done, what would you say to Kevin? Go, go and take it. Yep. To leave, to I, I know Rangers. Tomo. I know yep. Tomo, uh, Tomo really well. I still keep in contact with Tomo. He's um, he's really into his coaching. Um, and if he wants to make that step, it's a real good club to go to. There's no doubt about it. I've left it in a good place, and it's ready for somebody to come in and and, and take it to the next level. I just felt time was right for mm-hmm. me. Um, so I, I'm sure Dave will agree with me. Timing's everything in football. Yeah, absolutely. So I just felt. I had took it as far as I can and it was time for me to go and um, take a new challenge and this is a new challenge and I'm I'm really up for it. It's great to see people like uh, Barry, Kevin Thompson, if he goes there, the professional of, at these clubs because there are investors, you know, people, yeah. the, the guys that you mentioned, the general manager, are the people who put money in at Kelty and other clubs as well at EK. There's lots on Cove Rangers. There's a bit of disruption going on in football in Scotland and it's needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if you think of the, the havoc that the COVID has has caused and I mean the, the average punter doesn't really concern himself with the cost of testing you know Barry explained it to me yeah. and you know I, I couldn't believe how much money it was costing just to get a game on I'll tell um, you David see after the first game against uh, Brecon uh, no sorry we we had um, we had trained on the Saturday Brecon was on the Tuesday and the Sunday we tested on the Saturday and then we had to test again on the Tuesday so you're talking what a few thousand pounds yeah just under five thousand pounds yeah Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's cheap. a lot of money yep. to the clubs, but fair play to the uh, the general manager at Kelty. He's he's um, invested a lot and he's got the club where he, he wanted to get them. It's paying off. Barry, congratulations. Thanks very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Well thanks. Done. We're delighted yeah. you are Brilliant. with us. So there's so much on the agenda tonight, mainly about managers. It's actually, you know, who is going to come in? Dundee United, a huge job. They're in the Premiership, they've uh, cemented their place there. But Mickey Mellon on his way out. We're going to speak about that in a moment or two. What's happening at Kelly? We will hear from Tommy Wright. I mean, the club looked shell-shocked afterwards, you know, when I saw the interview with the chairman, Billy Bow, who's put in so much as well, Cathy Jameson and Phyllis McLeish. Everyone looked shell-shocked. People can't really believe that, that Kelly have gone down. What do you think? Give us a call, 0808 17 17 700. We're still on Eddie Howe watch. And uh, we'll get some news from Rangers as well. Is uh, Jermaine Defoe going to re-sign soon? We're back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Davy Proven. Barry will be announced tomorrow as the new Aloha manager. You're just taking me back there. Scott Sport used to love it. Did you? Yeah. Used to love watching Scott Sport. O'clock, sure, two o'clock. Jim Way here, hi mate. <laughs> and there he is on Sky as we speak. Sure, big news coming in. Breaking news. Dick Advocat. <laughs> Would never drop Barry Ferguson. Why would he? <laughs> Where am I going with this? <laughs> yep, Barry will be announced tomorrow as the new Aloha Athletic Manager. Yeah, it was a great program. Some great stories broken over the years as well. And a huge uh, audience on a Friday night. It you was would never it? miss it on a yep. Friday night. Mm. Never loved it. The breaking stories and yep. all that. And yeah, 
the BBC well we understand and, and Saturday, we told them what was happening yep. St. Greavesy oh, amazing were they yeah. I used to love it St. Greavesy James do you remember them St. Greavesy of course on ITV they were brilliant I remember we brought them up they'd never done any road shows we brought them to Scotland we went to Falkirk Irvine Motherwell the old Trust Motors place up in Motherwell <laughs> thousand people in there it was great they'd oh, never we'd never superb. they'd never done it together as roadshows so it was, it was fantastic times fantastic times here uh, this summer things changing Rangers are happy 25 points clear uh, they are the champions and I see that the manager Stephen Gerrard acknowledged by the League Managers Association getting the special award which uh, Josie Mourinho has won before uh, Sir Alex Ferguson it was a great tribute yeah I've seen that I've seen that I was actually surprised but a great um, tribute obviously to the, the season he's had um, he's had a a fantastic season the, the only maybe downside of that was cup competitions mm. we are yeah. clearly will be disappointed in but I think overall good, real good run in Europe and to go unbeaten um, in a full league season um, he's got to take a lot of credit for that yeah I mean I, I know Callum Davidson has had a magnificent season winning two two trophies but I think when you look at the pressure that Steven Gerrard was under, I think his job was on the line this year. Had he gone three seasons without any silverware, I think it was out. Um, but to to do what he did in such a spectacular fashion, you know, he, that, that's why he he was my choice, uh, albeit before the Scottish Cup final as manager of the year. Now I would stand by that. No, no harm to Callum Davidson, but. Stephen Gerrard for me, um, manager of the year by by a long shot. We spoke about it on Monday, and it's great to see in England. You know. Stephen Gerrard brings such attention to Scottish football and let's hope that happens uh, with Eddie Howe as it did before uh, under Brendan Rodgers. Reagan, a Celtic fan, is on the line that we know well. Reagan, good evening. Uh, Paul, how are you doing? Good, really well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good, eh? So, season tickets are on your mind. I see there's uh, some news out from Celtic. Oh, Paul, I think it's disgraceful the way Celtic are treating their fans at the moment. I mean, how they can appoint us, uh, how they can... uh, do season tickets at the moment they've not got a manager and they've not, not, not got any players for next season I think it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a I think they're taking the taking the, the fans for granted Paul so they are they're, um, yeah, they're saying today there'll be news soon they had hoped to have news of the management appointment before um, this, this, this has now become a circus Paul um, and I, I, I really don't understand I mean if, if if there was a reason a financial reason for, for Eddie Howe to to, to be in a position where he couldn't take the job at the moment, if there was a financial inducement that he was due from from Bournemouth, Bournemouth. Yeah. could Dermot Desmond, given his astronomic wealth, not have just squared Eddie Howe up and got him up here to Glasgow? Because it's just become ridiculous, and I really don't know how the club can ask supporters for for money for season tickets. They've already paid for a season where they didn't get into a game, and here we go again. I mean, where is Eddie Howe? What's a hold-up? Nobody I'm knows sure for they sure. could have delayed yeah. it at least another week because it looks as it'll be very, very soon when Eddie Howe's announced, but I'm sure they could have delayed the season ticket um, coming out by another week. Um, but I agree with David. It's that the Celtic fans are just getting frustrated, more frustrated day by day. They're just desperate to get a manager in and they're worried because... The most important thing is they'll be starting back pre-season in three yeah. weeks' time. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. Regan, the key question is, will you renew your season ticket? Uh, Paul, I'm, I'm on the season ticket list for a season ticket, so I've not got a season ticket. But what I will, what I will say is, I've noticed a lot of fans are not happy because if you look at the Motherwell, 
the mother of the they said that all fans will be treated properly. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Celtic need to show, show the 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 the, the, the that mother of book whether or not charging for a season ticket. Celtic should maybe include something like you get to watch the ladies' game or you or you get a discount to to, to watch your season ticket. Something because the fans are, May not get may not get in to see again. We don't know the situation with COVID. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, David. To yeah. add some benefits yeah. to it, but it's just the, Paul. Yeah. The, the Celtic supporters will still buy the season tickets. Yeah. They, they'll, they'll still buy the tickets, but I, I just think the, the the treatment could be better from the club right now. Um, even in terms of a bit more information and into what the problem is. I mean, enlighten the t- tell the supporters what the problem is. Why Eddie Howe's not here already? If it is Eddie Howe, and I'll tell you what, if it's not Eddie Howe now. I mean, there's going to be an awful lot of, of egging faces, isn't there? What do you believe, Davey? Well, I think it's a done deal. Yeah. I said that, but I just don't understand anything that could be holding this up. And, and it, it's it's now growing arms and legs. It's, it's becoming... If it wasn't so serious, it would be comical. Mm-hmm. Barry? Yeah, look, <laughs> what I, can we say? I, I, yeah, there's yeah. Nothing, nothing much more you can say. It's just frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know actually when Eddie Howe's contract does end. Mm-hmm. Because he's on gardening leave. Sure. If it's the end of the month, I'm sure, as David just pointed out, Dermot Desmond paid up. Pay up the yeah. last week. Yeah. I, I could see the difference three months ago. Mm-hmm. It would be a hell of a lot more money. Mm-hmm. But as time goes on, Celtic fans are becoming really, really frustrated. And they're becoming worried because they need to get a full new team in, mm-hmm. basically. There's a big rebuild yeah. having to happen there. And as I said, Pre-season's only around the corner. Champions League qualifiers start very soon as well. And then after them, you're straight into the league campaign. And, and next season's huge, Barry, because the winners of our, of our Premiership will go straight into the yep. group stages, we believe. Yep. So yep. it's never the stakes have never been higher. Regan, what do you feel? I see today, I've seen the record, they're saying that uh, Christopher Iyer, he's wanted by Newcastle United. It's only 8 million. Celtic looking for maybe 15 million. What do you feel about Chris Iyer? Do you think he... Would stay maybe a future captain for you, or would you take the money? He would be a good person to stay, Paul, because I don't know if you know, but Celtic have been with Josh Josh Cowan from Everton, yep. who played with Eddie Howe, mm-hmm. and he's a Norwegian teammate of of Chris Ayer. So maybe if Josh King signed for Celtic, then that might sway Chris Ayer to stay. Barry, you could see that working. Yeah, but the simple fact is, obviously, Eddie Howe had Josh King at. At, at Bournemouth um, he's not played much mm-hmm. at Everton he's, he's been in and out of the team um, good player Norwegian you can see the connection obviously with mm-hmm. Ayer um, but Ayer's going into the last 12 months of his contract if if he was going to sign Paul he would have signed yeah. he wants out yep. doesn't he he wants yep. out yep. so if a player's got a slight doubt get him out the door and get money in and go and get a replacement. And he's the one, one of, one of the ones you would imagine at the beginning of the season, remember AC Milan were mentioned yeah. for him. And uh, you know, we don't know for sure, but when Neil Lennon said earlier on, if people don't want to be here, yeah. then I don't want them here. And, and he wasn't wrong. Yeah, I mean, it, that was a mistake Celtic made. You know, they thought they could hold on to yeah. them to, to get the, the 10 over the line. And it backfired because guys like Otson Edward, uh, Olivier and Sham... Mm-hmm. Chris Iyer, I, I don't think they've been at it this season. I really don't. I think their minds have been elsewhere. I think their agents have been busy in the background. And as Barry says, if, you know, if they don't want to be there, get them out the door and, and get someone in who, who's going to give it their best shot. And you contrast it with Rangers, who were, you know, they came in as the underdog. Celtic were the, you know, the, the clear favourites to win the title. Yeah. But Rangers had that unity. 
and purpose. Well, the Rangers recruitment has been spot on as well. And I have to say that I'm not overly inspired by Josh King. I'm sorry. Um, if, you, if you give me a choice between Josh King and Lee Griffiths, I'll have Lee Griffiths every day of the week. Yep. But and the, yet it looks as if Lee Griffiths is, is on oh, his way. It's the great mystery. I know. It looks like it, doesn't it? And he's not in the Scotland squad. Uh, Regan, you're in. Uh, it was just uh, see Cham. I've been reading in the Scottish Sun that he's been... Uh, He's been told by Celtic that he's not needed anymore. Is that true? Does, does, does David know if Cham has been let go? Cham? Well, he's still got a contract, hasn't yeah, he? he's back, isn't he? Yes. Well, he will come back. Yeah, yeah. but he will unless, come back. Um, unless they have another offer somewhere. they're going to have yep. to, to, to pay him up mm. uh, to get him off the books. And that's the big problem Celtic have because if they go to guys like Ayeti and Barkas and say, we want you to move on, they'll say, yeah, fine, how much? Mm. Not easy to get rid of these boys. Yeah, these guys have got three years left in their yeah, contract. On big money. Very big money, so they ain't going to mo- move anywhere unless it's right for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Cham one's unusual, isn't it, Davy? Because he's undoubtedly. I think he's a top player. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I really do. I do. I, I think he's the most talented midfielder that, that Celtic have got. Obviously, it didn't work for him this season. Mm-hmm. He's wanted to get back to France, and it's clear when he's went to Marseille, it's not worked either. Mm-hmm. Now, is it an idea whether uh, if Eddie Howe does come in, does he sit down with him and see how much he really wants to be there? But in terms of ability. And Cham's a top player. Mm-hmm. Regan, what would you do? I would sell and Cham and bring in Steve Ryan Cogs. He's playing in Portugal and mm-hmm. he's on a free transfer. Would, do you think he'd be a good option, Barry and David? It's a good show. That's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gold never thought in that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, didn't work out for him at Hibs last time around, but he appears to have matured all yeah. of a sudden. Mm-hmm. He's had a terrific season in Portugal. Um, that was a good shout Ryan Gold yeah. and, and he's probably just missed out on the squad hasn't he because he, he's yeah, one he's of the missed, people people yeah. were saying well Ryan Gold maybe should have been there Barry what do you reckon yeah I think Stevie yeah. Clark says that he couldn't get out to watch him in person because yeah. obviously the Covid situation but it's clear that he, he's had a real good season um, he, he was playing on a struggling team but he was a standout performer um, there's no doubt Ryan, Ryan Gold's um, got great football and ability um, whether he wants to come back to Scotland or stay in Portugal because I see there's quite a few uh, clubs in Portugal looking at him and also mm-hmm. a few English clubs so no, look, Ryan Gold's a, a top player he'll be disappointed he never get into the Scotland squad but I can see the reasons why because obviously Steve Clark it's okay watching somebody on video yeah. or whatever but yeah. you like to see somebody in person and if, if Ryan Christie is going to move on as we think he, he will because he can I think he can sign for someone after June 30th can't he? That, that, right. yep. that's just a crazy situation yep. well, was, I don't know who allowed that I mean yep. unlike them isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just bizarre yeah. that they're, they're, they're going to lose out on a hell of a lot of money there because of that. We were so, talking a year ago, Ryan Christie's worth, what, £7, £8 million? Yeah. David just mentioned, the end of June, you can get him in a free transfer. Sure. He had a great Euros as well, didn't he? Obviously in the qualification for us, he was brilliant for Scotland. What about Edward, Leicester, Arsenal, Brighton? And they're saying at Brighton he would get a game at Leicester, he might oh, not, because of, because of the form of Inacho as well as Vardy. Regan, what do you reckon in Edward? I would... I want to see Edward join a Tottenham Paul as a understudy to Harry Kane. Yeah, well, because yeah. I think I think one of the problems is Paul. See what with the uh, Tottenham is. Do they always just have one striker? And I think Edward would be a good backup to Harry Kane. What do you think, guys? Well, I think, I think sorry about it. He's, I think he's good enough to go mm-hmm. to a top mm-hmm. English club. I mean, Brighton was mentioned. Paul mentioned Brighton. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should go anywhere near uh, Brighton. He can get a better club than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know my opinion. I've had a few arguments with a few yeah, callers over Edward. I think he can go and play top six. Yeah. That's 
the the level I think he can go at. I don't think he would suit a Brighton. Um, no. Arsenal, Leicester, that's his type of teams. And it depends as well who the who the manager could be. I see Brendan Rodgers said 200% he's uh, happy he's at Leicester. Right. So uh, yeah. when's the bus down to Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're Daniel Levy, yeah. you, you, if, if you don't make that call, you're not doing your job properly yeah. because, yeah. you know, Brendan Rodgers is, is the hot ticket down there right now. How could you say no to a club like Tottenham who've underachieved? But look at the stadium. It's one of the best in the world, isn't it? Everything's yeah, there. It's fab- fabulous. The, yeah. whole, the whole setup is there. I, I don't think Brendan Rodgers can win the Champions League with Leicester. I know they've missed out this year, but he obviously sees Leicester as a Champions League club. I don't think he can win it with Leicester. He can win it with Spurs. Mm-hmm. Barry? Could, could they better the kind of season? I know he's, he'll be disappointed he missed out in the Champions League spot. Delivered the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought Chelsea would have won it. He's delivered. You go to Tottenham, they've still got top players, even if Harry Kane does go, mm-hmm. he'll still get a decent budget. And as you mentioned, Paul, that the stadium, the stadium, look, I've, n- I've not been, it's one place that I want to take my two boys to. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a fantastic place to play your football. You're four, so. you're four boys, there's a couple of us here, we'll, co- we'll come with you. I mean, <laughs> you. You've worked in it, David. You've yeah, been, I have. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the, the best in England. I mean, the, I, for me, the Emirates was the best, but mm-hmm. I think Spurs have knocked that off the, the pedestal. Yeah. So we'll yeah, but it's only the stadium yeah. I've not visited. We've, we've done all the stadiums. Um, so that's one that the, the two boys want to go to. So hopefully when when things open up even more, I can I can take them down because it, it looks an absolute stunning stadium. Things are getting better. I see there's a 6,000, 3,000 at a time fan zone in Glasgow ahead of the Brilliant. Euros. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, Davey, I know I've not seen you since we, we had the Scottish Cup and yeah. we had no plan. <laughs> On the day of the Eurovision, no plan. No fans allowed in apart from you know, I know, I know. I, 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 I thought it was soul destroying. You yeah. know, you watch St. Johnson, you know, going up for the trophy yeah. and they're doing their best to, you know, to to give it a bit of a bit of oomph and fifty odd thousand empty seats. Mm. It, it was appalling. Particularly when twenty one thousand were in at Wembley to watch their final. Yeah. But that's twice St. Johnson. League Cup final, yeah. Scottish Cup final. Yeah. I did that I, I felt for the the players and as we said, see if they weren't going to let fans in, at least they've let their family in. Mm. Even two or three family members. I mean, you're talking a 52,000-seater stadium. Surely they could have allowed 75, 100 complimentary tickets. Mm-hmm. Each each team allow close family members in to watch them because it's a special occasion mm-hmm. playing in the Scottish Cup final. It's a brilliant trophy to win. I thought it was cruel. It's a lack of ambition. Mm-hmm. It's too easy just to say, oh, yeah, the regulations, oh, we've got to be... I mean, of course we all have to be careful. Everyone is. But that was really poor. But then, it's happened. And hopefully, we will have the fans back nearly 12,000 for the match two weeks on Monday. Looking forward to it. Uh, Reagan, listen, we hope you get the season ticket uh, thing sorted and we hope we can bring you news soon uh, from Celtic. But we'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Reagan. Thanks very much. Cheers, Reagan. Cheers. The Go Radio Football Show Talking football first Listen live weeknights from five Yep, let's go Wednesday evening, quarter to eight Go Radio Football Show Barry Ferguson To be announced tomorrow As the new Aloe Athletic Manager The former Kilmarnock Scotland And Celtic star Davy Proven With us as well And what a week for Kilmarnock fans Going down there from the Premiership The other night And really, as we said Going down with a whimper Afterwards, he was the manager Tommy Wright Oh, I'll get the support I'll get the support there's absolutely no doubt about that. I'll get the support. I say things that maybe how the how we've got in this situation has nothing to do with the board or the financial support that they've given and the manager. You've seen it. If you've watched us all season, we just don't do the basics well. There's not a mental toughness and not a mental strength. We end up I think we 
over the season we got what we deserved. Barry, they got what they deserved. Is that fair? Do you think? Yeah, I was surprised. I've been honest with you when, when um, obviously the playoff game, uh, just before the first game, I did fancy Kilmarnock because I looked at the experience they've got and they've got good players. But it's basic mistakes, Paul. Um, some of the goals that they're they're losing is really poor. I watched the game down at at, at Rugby Park and I just felt there was an acceptance mm-hmm. the last twenty thirty minutes, which. And they got the penalty. Uh, you know, yeah, you thought, even when yeah. they got the penalty, I, d- I didn't feel that they were going to go and create another two or three chances and put Dundee under pressure, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure would have disappointed Tommy Wright um, on the touchline. So, look, 28 years, command that been in the Premier League. I've said it plenty of times before, Paul. It's a place that I used to love going to play my football. Um, so they've got, again, he's got a massive job in his hands. Um, uh, that, again... A full rebuild he's let a lot of players go mm. and they need to come back straight away mm. they've got to or it'll, um, they'll suffer big time so disappointed because Commander as I says is a you just need to see where they were two, two years ago I mean they were they were going for Europe then they sacked the manager um, the Italian guy um, I think they were sitting in Alessio they were sitting in fifth yeah. place yeah, you and it's just been free fall for them yeah which is which is strange when you actually look at a group of players that Kilmarnock have got they've got a decent team mm-hmm. but some, something's not right there so there has to be change obviously a lot of players let go but he needs to get the right players in mm. to get straight back into the Premier League Yeah, I mean the the, the major investor there Billy Bowie has to hold his hands up he, he sacked Alessio when they were fifth in the table they had the best defensive record out with the old firm and I know there was unrest in the, the dressing room some of them didn't fancy his training too bad they were fifth mm. and look at them now so you know B- Billy Bowie um, I'm a, he, he's got to hold his hands up he, he made the change John Hughes kept Ross County up Brilliant. and has left the club Tommy Wright came in to keep them up and he's staying you know well Tommy is vastly experienced manager of course he is did so well at St Johnson but some people are saying a wee bit surprised then that, that he's going to stay yeah, and I'm also surprised to hear him saying that the, there was no mental toughness. Mm. You've got guys like internationals like Burke, uh, yep. Kurt Broadfoot, um, Kyle, Kyle Lafferty, yeah. a lot yeah. of experience. Yep. And guy, guys who've played at a, a higher level and have shown that they do have mental toughness. So it was a strange thing to say. And you've got the two boys in the middle of the park, Dicker and Power. Yep. They've got real good experience. So it was surprising hearing Tommy Wright say that, but... He's inside the dressing room. He he sees the guys every single day. We're just watching it on, on TV. But look, you don't take any anything away from Dundee. I thought Dundee were the best team in both games and they thoroughly deserved to, to get back in the Premier League. Here's a bit more from Tommy Wright after that defeat. Well, we'll hear from that in just uh, a moment or two. It's just playing up. I thought the wee boy McMullen uh, ah, was, yeah, was yeah. terrific. Um, just a throwback, a bit like yeah. Chris Burke, actually, uh, yep. in a different strip. Yep. Um, but just great to see someone mm. who wants the ball, who wants to eliminate defenders and get crosses in. Real old fashioned wide player, but so effective. I haven't said a lot. I feel sorry for the ones that have been here a long time. They didn't do enough over the two legs. They haven't given the club enough over the season. Um, I, have, I mean, I'm, I'm responsible for, obviously, since I've been here, I thought I could keep them up. I'm so disappointed for the fans and the good people at this club. We've lost 24 games out of 38 and two playoff games. 24. So we don't deserve to stay in the league. There's one or two may have been getting offers of contracts the morrow, no matter what league we were in. 
I think I might have to revisit that. Contrast that with the, the winning manager, James McPake. Nods has been on, what a shining he'd be. Griff's been on, so no. Uh, Gordon's been on. So no, people like the, and these are people that are, that's humbling, if I'm honest. There's people that are just wanting you to do well. Robert Snodgrass, Lee Griffiths, Gordon Stratton, Graham Dorns is up watching it, I know in Australia. Like, people like that wanting to do well, and then you've got all your friends, family back home. The club have been fantastic. Um, the players have been fantastic, the staff. Dave Mackay is an assistant. Wow, couldn't have him do better by your side. Him and Martin Hartley, superb. So for that, outstanding. And he acknowledged he's had some tough times this season. We've had some tough tough times and everybody says we've got this massive budget, which we've not. But we've not been good enough at certain points of the season, certain points of last season. I believe we were coming on to a spell in last season that would have been like this. If you rewind back to the start of this season, and we did remind the players about that, the 6-2 game, Pinecastle. It was a real low point, and then we had a low point when Air United beat us 3-0 at, at Dens on a Tuesday night, and we said, look, don't, don't let that happen. There's people in that dressing room now, and when all your players are fit and all strong, then we know that, that we were a match for any team, and that's why I was confident coming into this. Barry questioning the budget. Yeah, but yeah. James McPake just mentioned a name there. Lee Griffiths was on the phone. What a signing that would be for Dundee yeah. back in the Premier League. Um, obviously Lee Griffiths has played up there he, he had a, a great time at scoring goals um, but listen it's great to see somebody who was getting a lot of stick mm. a lot of criticism um, they were struggling at times during the season but they kept with them and they've done the right thing um, as I said to you Paul I thought the two games in the playoff against Kilmarnock they were, they were miles streets in front of them um, and one of the old, old timers Charlie Adam um, he, he ran the show at times uh, great left peg we all know Charlie's got a, a one day left peg um, and great to see him as well because it's been an emotional year for Charlie he's been through a lot that's his hometown club he's supported them when he's a, a young kid so no, overall Dundee deserve to go, go up to the yeah. Premier League John John Nelms held his yep. nerve particularly after the 3-0 defeat to Air United at Dens must have been tempted at that stage to do what Falkirk's Gary Deans did you know, and look what happened. And look what happened yep. there. We were talking about Billy Bowie sacking Alessio when they were fifth. John Nelms held his nerve and he got his reward for it. Who would own a football club, Davey? It's pretty tough, isn't it? You know, you can't put enough money in to keep the fans yeah. happy. I'm not making excuses for them. I mean, the ga- the the situation at Falkirk was a disaster. They were top of the table, weren't they? And well, then, they were top of the t- table for most of the season. Yeah. On the weekend that they, they slipped to second, they sacked... David McCracken and Lee Miller, which was unfathomable for, for me, you know, given that these two boys had taken them to the top of the table for most of the season. Right, Barry, to the top of the tree then, Rangers the champions. Um, you said at the start of this season they don't have to sell. You know, Morelis was maybe going to go to Lille, but they didn't come up with enough money. You called it absolutely right. What's the situation now at Rangers for next season? The managers want to go and strengthen, and the best time to strengthen is when you're on top. Uh, and I think that he's going to go and do that he's already brought one in um, and he'll look to bring another two or three in and I don't think he's under pressure but we all know that if a a massive offer comes in for one of the the star performers they will need to look at it but um, they're they're not in a a desperate um, state to go and sell any players so the manager's clearly looking to strengthen and as I said I think there's certain areas where he's looking at he doing that. Um, one of them's midfield, so it's going to be interesting to see what comes through the door the next two or three weeks. 
and, and the Champions League qualifier could be a game changer as well. Rangers can afford to sit tight at the moment and see if they make the group stages. If they make the group stages, it's a different scenario for players but who want to be involved in that. And also the, the money that will generate will 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 strengthen Steven Gerrard's hand in, in terms of recruiting. So that they don't have to sell. There is money there just now and then wait to see what happens uh, You know, at the, at the qualifiers. Um, where do you think... Who would be the, the the most bankable at the moment? Is it Ryan Kent? He finished the season yeah, so but strongly. I've said that that's yeah. one. He is the one mm-hmm. that they need to keep hold of. Yeah. At some stage he will go, but I think it's important that they keep him for next season. Davy, yeah, him. Ryan Kent for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they could replace Morelos. They would have to spend a few quid to replace him, but they could replace him. Ryan Kent does things that very few players can do. Mm-hmm. Just need to see how the, the new boy Sakala does. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, it's difficult to watch people on the internet. You, 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 I've not seen too much of him. He looks decent, but anybody can look decent on yeah. the, the internet. Yeah. But listen, they've went and spent a bit of money on him. He scored goals over in Belgium. So he could be the, the replacement for Morelos because I'm sure there'll be clubs looking at Morelos. There's no doubt about it. Still still got a problem though with Nathan Patterson. What, what yeah. did they do with Nathan Patterson? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Tavernier you know, fabulous season, skipper at the club. How did they get this young man the first team games that, that he needs to, to progress? Because he looks outstanding. Yep. He's ready to play. Mm. He's ready to play, Nathan Patterson. I think he's ready to play for Scotland as well, yep. Barry, to be honest with yep. you. No, I totally agree with you. I, I, I said that he was a, a stick-on for me to be in the Scotland squad. I know he's only played 11 or 12 games, but I'm sure you'll agree with me. I think the 11 or 12 games that he's played, he's been... He's been um, outstanding mm-hmm. and that is a, an issue that the manager's going to have James Tavernier great season obviously got injured Nathan Patterson come in and showed that he can he can um, he can play at that level there's no doubt about it so does he put him one up I know Nathan Patterson's played a few times further up the pitch mm-hmm. um, that that could be an option but Nathan Patterson, you don't want to see him sitting on the bench. That young lad is ready to yeah, go. He's got to play. Oh, yeah. yep. He's got that confidence. And Davey, that's a great point for Scotland to... He could start for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, Steve Clark has, in the past, he's shown loyalty to certain players. But, you know, as a manager, you've got to be totally ruthless. And, you know, I would, I would say no harm to Stephen O'Donnell, but I think Nathan Patterson already is an upgrade on Stephen O'Donnell. And I, I would throw him in. You know, we've, we've got a problem throwing kids in for some reason. You know, we, we make them serve an apprenticeship in the under-21s and put them in. If a boy's good enough, the, the, the number in his passport doesn't matter, does it? Yep, I, I said that last week, David. I, I think these three young lads that have been in, um, picked in the squad, Could Nathan Patterson, Gilmore, David Turnbull, I think when they go to the training camp in, in um, Spain, I'm sure these young guys will, uh, will impress David Clark and he'll be thinking to himself, You've got a real opportunity to get into my starting 11. I firmly believe that. And then you've got the Luxembourg and Holland game. And I think two out of the three could be possible starters for the first game against Czech Republic. We'll talk a bit more about that in the next hour of the programme. The news is coming up soon. Rangers, any signing news on Jermaine Defoe? I see he was down at the Tottenham Stadium the other day, met up with Graham Roberts, another ex-Rangers favourite. It sounds as though he might well stay for another contract, Barry. You've said it won't be the same contract, but do you think uh, Defoe will be an option for yeah, Steven Gerrard? It'll be in reduced terms, there's no doubt about that, Paul. Um, but for me, I would keep him about the place. You, you've seen when he's come on for 10 or 15 minutes, he has made uh, a difference in games, but also to have that experience about the squad 
he'll be great for the younger players as well. He's played at the top level. He looks after himself. He's 38-year-old and he still looks if he's 28-year-old. Um, so for me, it'd be a no-brainer. As long as you can get him on reduced terms, you've got to sign him in a year's contract. I think Celtic should be doing the same with Lee Griffiths, reduced terms. Um, I mean, if, if Lee Griffiths... I mean, Barry was talking about a great, a great signing for Dundee. Hibbs and Aberdeen would probably want him. What would they pay him? They'd probably pay him, a, I don't know, three, four grand a week max. Mm-hmm. Max. That, that would be the going rate for, for these clubs. You know, it says on £20,000 a week yep. at Celtic. You know, offer him 10. 10. Yep. And make it, mm. you know, make it um, an incentive. Yep. Appearances, mm. yeah. Put a, put a rocket up his backside for a, for want of a better mm. expression. But there's a there's a terrific finishing in there. Mm. And you know, at a time where Jermaine Defoe's talking about staying at Rangers at 38, mm. madness to me that Celtic are, are ready to lose Lee Griffiths. He, he's the best Scottish striker, Lee Griffiths. Yeah. Without a doubt. I was disappointed he wasn't in the 26, if I'm being honest with you. I know he's not played a lot of football, Davey, but I would still have Lee Griffiths in yep. my squad. I see he turned up on Sky the other night on James McPake's FaceTime. Did you see that? He was looking well. Yeah. <laughs> he was relaxing. He was in his bed. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> he was on longer than he was in the Rangers game. Right, we're back after the news. <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Breaking managerial news, Antonio Conte leaves his role as Inter Milan's head coach by mutual consent. Barry Ferguson, have you time to reconsider Alois' offer? What's happening? <laughs> no, they've cut, they've, they've cut the budget by 20%, so it doesn't interest me. You're not having it. The San Siro, Davey, who would want that? You've, right. you've played there, it is, isn't it? The Champions. The first title since, yeah. what, 2011 or yeah, thereabouts, yeah. and, and he's off. Strange one. Football, you never yeah. know, do you? Well, you two do know. It's Davey Proven. Barry Ferguson, Barry will be appointed officially tomorrow at the Wasps, Alloa Athletic, following the likes of Peter Grant, who was there, who's also rumoured to be joining the Celtic setup under mm-hmm. Eddie Howe, Mark Burchill as well, apparently on standby. Um, I think Grant was there yep. before with Tony Mowbray, was it not? Was, yep, he was. He was. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah, well remembered. But still no official word to come out yeah, about listen, that. Listen, Peter Grant's yeah. a, a, good, a real good coach. I had him at uh, Birmingham, Granty, mm. um, and he, he was good. Um, was Roy Aitken yep. yep well no yep. Roy Aitken was first yep. Roy Aitken was brilliant I mean I've told you about yep. it. he's he's one of my my favourite coaches tell David of course Big Shirley yep. yeah Big Shirley's brilliant um, <laughs> I can't tell you any stories about him <laughs> or he'll kill me um, and obviously yep. Grant to come in after that good coach as well you're looking for you're buzzing to go to okay, no Granty's left some real good players mm. there um, they've obviously signed up for next season so well, disappointing for him last year to get relegated, yeah. but there's, there's, as I said, there's a good core of players there, and as I said, if I can add good quality to that, we'll have a, a real good chance of getting out of League One. It's a very strong League One it this season. You, know, you mentioned Queen's Park full-time, yeah. and uh, you know they've got ambitions to go, well, I don't know, for sure. They've, they've, yeah, they've got money as well. They're full-time, they've got an advantage, haven't they? Yeah, but you've got to get in with the mindset, and this is what I'll be saying to the players, we're going to need to win it. I mean, if you mm. go in with a, a different attitude, well, you'll... You've got no chance. Um, respectfully, there is good teams, but if you're not confident, you know, in ability, there's no point in turning up for me. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, mm. you've got yep. to be passionate about the thing that you do, and you certainly are, Barry. And we wish you all the best. So, Malky Mackay appointed uh, manager of Ross County today. Not many people saw that coming, I think, Davey. But what do you feel, Malky Mackay, former? <laughs> I'm just surprised that it's taken him so long to to get back in. Um, he, he did, you know, he, he made a mistake, Malky. He took yep. all the diversity um, 
educational courses. courses. Yep. He did his rehab. He, he took his porridge. And he deserves a second chance. And I'm delighted to see him get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, we know the criticism, uh, criticism he's been getting over the last five or six hours. Um, everybody makes mistakes. Malky made a mistake. As David just pointed out, he went and, and done all the courses. Uh, and for me, everybody deserves a, a second chance. There's no doubt Malky's a, a real good manager. Look at the clubs that he's managed. They come up here and he was in the, the I think it was a football director or something, um, at, at the yeah. SFA. He'd done a good job there. So, look, I hope he goes up there and does well. I, I was surprised that John Hughes left. Um, I think yeah, I, I don't get that. I, I don't understand. I love, I love listening to John Hughes. I think he's a, a real top coach. So I was surprised to see him leave. But listen, one door closes, yeah. another door opens. Well, and and Yogi's got, got something. Yeah, he's Fol- got to have Falkirk job still vacant. He's been there before. One thing about John Hughes' um, Falkirk team, they were a real good football team, if you remember. So that could be... And it's closer to home as well. Got, them to, got them to the cup final against yep. Stuart Rangers team, he didn't did. they? Right, did. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, if I remember right, gave you a right good game. Neil McCann mm-hmm. was playing for Falkirk that yep. day. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were a good team. Yeah. If so, you you think about Yogi as a footballer, as a centre half, he would he was, um, oh he would rip his studs down your calf. No took all prisoners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His Hibs team, Falkirk team, yeah. and mm-hmm. when he got that Ross County job, his his remit was to keep him in the league, and he he'd done a great job. So hopefully he stays in the game. But in terms of Malcolm McKay, I, I'm not buying it, yeah. and I, it annoys me listening to all the criticism that's happening. He, he deserves a an opportunity, and hopefully he goes up to Ross County and. Does a real good job. So Barry, you played so many times, and the the match you feel is the world's best and biggest derby, Rangers against Celtic. The new derby for you will be Alloa against <laughs> Falkirk, of course, in the coming season. On the line now on Go Radio, we've got William from Telecourtry. Hi, William. Hi, guys. Um, first of all, I'd just like to say um, welcome to Alloa, Barry. Um, Great. Thanks, William. Hello. Yep. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep, yeah. thanks for that. William, you excited about the appointment of your new manager? Yeah, obviously after things went wrong last season, um, Peter, personally I think Peter done a, a good job, but just unfortunate, it was a hard league last season. Hopefully Barry can come in and carry on the work that Peter's, uh, Peter's put into place here. Yeah, you'd have heard Barry saying that a few minutes ago. There's yeah, some, listen, some... There's, there's already some real good players signed up. William, so they'll obviously be staying, and I just need to bring in a um, quality to help them out. So there's a there's a good core of players there. You've probably known the the guys like Andy Graham, Collie, yeah, Trouton. Ah, that guy Andy's an absolute genius. Yep, Tag. He's been... Yep, Taggart, Scoogle. So there's a lot of good players there, and I just need to add um, good quality to help the boys out. And if I do get that quality right, then we've got a real good opportunity getting out of out of League One. Yeah, it'll be a hard league, obviously, as was discussed earlier on. Uh, two full-time teams in the league, and then likes of Cove, who's a very, very talented squad, good manager, Paul Hartley. Um, but where do, where do you see Alawa finishing, Barry? Do you see it being as league winners? Or yeah, you've got, to with that, you've got to get in with that mentality, William. I'm respectful of Falkirk and Queen's Park are obviously full-time and, and get decent budgets. Um, you just mentioned Cove Rangers. Mm-hmm. There's Airdrie, there's Peter Head. I could go on and on. Montrose had a real good season as well. Yeah, uh, Montrose were kind of the surprise package last season in uh, League One. Yep, so it's going to be tough. But 
when I, I sat down with the players our first day of pre-season on the 19th of June um, our goal will to to go and win the league as simple yeah. as that listen that that's the kind of attitude you've got to have um, uh, so and I'm sure I've spoke to a couple of players I'll speak to the rest of them over the next 24 hours and the ones that I've spoke to I've got the exact same attitude as me and that's what I expect because hmm. uh, there's been like a, sort of core of players that have been there for a while like you mentioned Andy Graham then there's uh, Neil Parry who's been Neil's been with the club about 5-6 years now Stephen Hetherington as well he's away uh, Steve's a, a he, Stevie away yeah he signed with I think he signed him with Falkirk yep Oof. Uh, but, well, there were rumours about Stevie going, eh? But he, he's a sort of he, a younger version of yourself, Barry, to be fair, eh? Mm-hmm. Kind of loves a pass, loves flying into a tackle, and he was the sort of guy that kind of left everything on the park, eh? Gave a hundred. Yeah, he was one. He was one that we tried to keep, but he he wanted to try full time, which like, I've got no no problems with. Like he's he's at an age where he wants to give it another go, so obviously we couldn't yeah, manage you, to you keep can't him. Win. Yep, can't, can't blame really people. For that, eh? mm. oh, definitely, no. and obviously being a part-time club, it's it's hard to attract that that caliber of player on a regular basis. Luckily, I've always been able to do it, especially obviously when we've brought in like Paul Hartley. The name Paul Hartley signed a lot of players. Mm. Hopefully, it works for yourself, Barry. Yeah, but as I said, we've got a good core of players there, William. You you just mentioned that like Scugo, Kevin Colley, uh, obviously Trouton. Andy Graham, Taggart, uh, Joe Robertson. There's quite a lot, as you mentioned, Parry as well, the goalkeeper. So there's a good nucleus of a, a team there. I just need to get other players in to try and help them. Um, obviously, confidence will be a wee bit, a wee bit low with getting relegated, but that's natural. So that's up to me and my, my staff um, to pick them back up. But we'll do that, no problem. William, what does success look like for you this season? I'd be, obviously, as Barry says, you look, you look to win the league at the start of the season, every season, no matter what league you're in. I'd be I'd be happy going back to the Championship, even if it is through the playoffs, which I've always got a very, very good record in. Uh, a nice wee cup run. But I think main objective is getting out of the league one and back to where we feel that we belong in the Championship. Davey? Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I just see it difficult for Alawa. You know, if let's say Barry gets him up next season, mm. how do you compete in the championship with all the full time clubs if unless Alawa go full time and that looks unlikely to happen? Yeah, I don't that will not happen. Right. Maybe. Yep. So no, I don't I don't see I don't ever see her going full time, but when we've been in the championship before we were in that that league when it was Hearts, Hibs and Rangers and we done really well in that league. Um as a part time club. Yes, obviously small budget and that, but we seem to always we seem to find a way to get in that that point that's needed at the last minute, or getting that goal to win that win a game, and the bigger games that seem to be the ones that keep us up in the championship or get us into the championship. That is incredible when you think about it. Rangers, Hearts, Hibs in the same yeah. division. How do yeah. they survive? And why they've got good players. Yeah. As I said, the yeah. the, the group that signed up um, for next yeah. season. Personally, if I was at another club, I would try and get the players because um, I really rate them. Um, as I but said, what, what, what I'm trying to say, sorry, Barry, is if you get them up next season and you're in the championship, you can't. You're not going to. You're not going to compete to win the title. That's no, one. no. So, are you going to be satisfied with mid-table or 
I mean, no, the, the the thing that I spoke to the the, the chairman about um, was they've never got into the, the championship playoffs. Now that would be some feat for a, a part time team. Um, as as William just mentioned there, is it cup. possible? Or do you th- you... I, if the recruitment's right, if we can get the right players, as I said, in terms of the budget, it's not the the best or the the biggest budget, but. There's, as I said, there's a lot of good players out of contract with the situation with the COVID. Yeah. Um, so if I can pick up a few of them to go and help, what's already there. I know there's a few areas that we need to strengthen. We've lost a couple of um, players to to full time clubs. Mm-hmm. Tell um, me, can, can you can you if you were signing some boys, can you do anything to help them get another job? You know, to support their football income. But no, no, they, they they'll have a they, they'll have. Yep, there's quite what what I found, Davey, is that there's like the the PFA up here that are doing a lot of courses right. for players that they'll go and they'll they'll try and get like a like joiner courses right. or, or or whatever. Um, so they're doing a lot of good work that way. So I think a lot of boys are looking to the future and saying, right, do you know what? So it suits them. It suits them to be part time and go and get a job because financially it'll be better makes, for them. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yep, makes so, sense. The, the PFA are, are, do, are doing a lot of good things um, and also when I'm speaking to players I spoke to over the last few hours just before I come in here quite a few of them that are full time are looking to go part time for the, the simple fact is they're looking ahead they've got families as you mentioned David they've got mortgages bills to pay so but security yeah, that's what they're doing That they've got a family to look after William you'll be looking forward to getting back into Recreation Park you, you'll have missed it as we all have yeah, it's been been a long hard year. Obviously, I've been going to watch Albert for about twenty years now. Um, started going as a young boy, and like last year, just sitting in the house watching the football on the TV. It's, it's it's not the same, and I think that was maybe part part of the reason that our finished bottom was the fans weren't there to back the boys on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. Obviously, fans fans are massive. Even a, a small band like Albert, about three hundred fans. That are there week in week out. Yeah, it helps the boys because like, you see them. The the fans are really friendly with a lot of the players, and it kind of that helps build a slight bit of confidence as well. That I feel that maybe you didn't get at your bigger clubs where the players are on much more money, and I wouldn't say don't care about the, the club as much. But then you come to part time as Barry knows, been at uh, Kelty, the fans are like the lifeline of a club. Yeah, but that's that's what I found with the, the club as well, William, if I'm being honest with you. There's a real togetherness and that's important for me. That's what I created at, at Kelty, obviously. Um, as you know, there's fans are so important and I want not just the players, but my staff, everybody to have a, a connection with each other. That's important because I think if you build that, you're on the right road for me. Great. William, yeah, thanks uh, for it. Yeah, sorry. No, I'm just quite agree with what Barry says there. It helps, obviously, in that connection with everyone from the key lady to the manager the players the fans whatever it's always got to build that little bit of confidence each week when things are going bad things are good the vibe has got that bit there William great to hear you thanks for uh, congratulating Barry and let's hope you have a great season right, thanks very much guys thanks Cheers very much Cheers. Cheers. William there calling Glasgow's own so more breaking news Slavia Prague's Andre Kudela, his appeal against the 10-match ban for racially abusing Glenn Kamara of Rangers has been dismissed by UEFA. 
So that's the that's the news that for, has been for, forgive dismissed. Forgive my ignorance. That puts them out yes. of Euros, yeah. It does. Yeah, right. that's right. It does because they left a space yeah. in their um, in the squad. So Cadella will miss that as well. That's a, that's well, it's good he had it dismissed because yep. UEFA very often backtrack, don't they? Yep, that's good news. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but when I seen it live, I knew something had been said. You don't go up to a player and cover your mouth, and you just need to see the reaction. Not only the Rangers players, but if you look back, the Prague players as well. Yeah. Some of their players gave a look to Cadella, so I'm not surprised that it's been, been dismissed. It's the right decision for me, um, and obviously he's going to suffer. He's going to miss the Euros, and he's not coming to Glasgow, as you mentioned. He's missing the Euros. That's a really good point, and that would have been another. It could have been a flashpoint, Davy, and we don't want it, you know racism, yeah, bigotry, everything. Come on, let's. We're better than that, surely. It was a it was an awful an awful moment and I know what you're saying exactly. UEFA often fudge things, but yeah. they've stuck to the ten yeah, match. It's good, good to see that. I mean, yeah. you know, ten matches a minimum he, he deserves. Good to hear William there calling in our first caller from twenty, 20 years. He's, yeah. he's been supporting the recreation park. I yeah. mean, I forgot to ask him where he, he sits or stands. <laughs> You'll so find out. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. It's uh, a big day for the managers as Malky Mackay arrives at Ross County. Certainly, it was announced today. Tomorrow morning, Barry will be unveiled as the Aloha Athletic manager, and who's going to take over at Dundee United? Tam Courts has been mentioned. He's the former uh, Kelty Hearts manager. He was there before you, Barry, and he's head of youth at Tannadice. That'd be a huge jump up. That would surprise me if somebody would go from the youths to Dundee United boss yeah but it would it would surprise me because it's um, it's a big club it's a big mm. job um, but I've got to give you a bit of credit you mentioned a name that I didn't even think about Derek McInnes who for me is a top manager um, so ex Dundee United player as well Del uh, yeah we forget that don't we yeah, yeah, that's he, right. yeah for yeah. me he's a top manager yeah. uh, Del and I, I'm sure there'll be not just Dundee United but there'll be other clubs um, snuffing about Dell. Davey, I want to ask you about that after this. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, getting our money's worth from Barry Ferguson, Davey Proven, Paul Cooney, and some of your calls 0808 17 17 700. That's the news breaking in the last few moments that Andres Kudela, the appeal by Slavia Prague, has been quite properly dismissed by UEFA. So, he serves the 10-match European ban and he is also out of Euro 2020. So he won't be coming to Glasgow a week on, well, two weeks on Monday for the match against Scotland. Just watching as, uh, Davey, what's happening over there in Gdansk? Yeah, Manchester yep. United team boss just uh, pulling up outside the, the, the stadium. I'm not sure how many fans are getting in there. Is it 9,000? 9,000. Is that right? Is it more? Something like that. There's, uh, I think there's quite a few thousand Man yeah, United great. fans. Maybe 20,000 all in. Yep. There is the bus arriving. Buses. The white bus. Yeah, the buses, of course. Yeah, thank you, our COVID on officer, Barry Ferguson. That must be, well, it takes you back to 2008 to the final. Yeah. I'm sorry I mentioned that, actually. Uh, yeah. There's bad memories in terms yeah. of the final, but before yeah. that, the lead up to the it, journey to it. The journey yeah. was incredible in terms of like so many games we, we played away. Uh, just get absolute battered if I'm being honest with you but we had a certain way we were set up Walter had this set up hard to beat at home that's where we'd, we'd done the damage we were a bit more um, at teams but away from home we just try to frustrate and um, it done as well right up until the, the final we just ran out of a bit of steam 
Dylan Petrov joined us last week, Davey, and yep. he said to Barry, it was similar in a way he felt he didn't have his best game uh, in Seville. He just felt... Really? I said about Mourinho, I said, did you ever talk to Mourinho about the time-wasting and all yeah. the rest? And he actually paid a great tribute to Mourinho that the tactical noose of Mourinho and the way that they... The, the way they shut down yeah. Celtic. Celtic did brilliantly to take that game to extra time. Mm -hmm. See when you look at the quality that Mourinho had in that team. And they went on to win the Champions League the following season. Yeah. So, you know, Celtic gives them a real run full of money, don't they? Yeah, Porto were really on the up. Because oh. if that ever happened, you've won the, you know, the Europa League or the UEFA Cup as yeah. it was. And then 12 months later, you win the Champions yeah, League. Phenomenal. Great well, days though. I mean, and yeah. Davey's right, the, the team that Mourinho had at Porto were top, top players. Yeah. Um, a lot of them get moves to even uh, bigger clubs I know Porto's a big club but it's not like one of the biggest in, in Europe but they were a they were a real top team then and then to go and win the FA Cup and then the following season to go and win the Champions League that's a special team Amazing What about uh, the new manager of uh, Dundee United hasn't been announced yet Davey and we talked there just before the break Yeah I mean Derek McInnes is a great show I mean he ticks every box but you know there'll be Alec Neal is another one that comes into mind um, I'm sure Dundee United will, will cast the net uh, as wide as they can but I mean, Derek McInnes for me is a stick out candidate mm -hmm. and he holds something in his belly I would imagine he had great years at Aberdeen but you know there's a changing of the guard the new owner in the last couple of years Derek's gone would, would that take him back up to Tayside to the North East and you know the new firm would, would well they want to work it? again or not? I, yeah. I think he's told his, his wife he will certainly not take anything in, until this summer he's, he's going to have a rest from the game mm -hmm. I think he was doing a lot of commuting from Aberdeen down mm. to Renfrewshire, where he lives. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think there's also maybe a little bit of a sour taste in his mouth, and maybe he would he would relish going back up to Aberdeen with the United. <laughs> well, you would. He's too good yep. to be out the game. I, I I just I don't know if Davy agrees with me. I, I thought he'd done an excellent job up there every single season. He, he lost Top his, four. Yeah, for seven years. He in was Europe every his, year. Yep, he was losing his best players. Yeah, um, he had to go and rebuild every single year. So. Um, the way it ended I thought it was bad I mean you just need to look at the players that he lost McKenna at the start of the season Cosgrove Hedges get injured Scott Wright they let him go for a hundred grand to Curtis May yeah Cur Curtis, uh, Curtis May so um, a, a lot of good a lot of good players um, and I think I honestly believe if Derek stayed until the end of the season they would have got third place and the Scott Wright thing, Davey, you would earn about that, would you not? Each place you get in the league, yeah. you get more money. Yeah. So I mean, I, and to come third top, I, I, I think, I think he came to an agreement with Dave Cormack that Scott Wright would stay, mm -hmm. um, unless Rangers offered a certain amount of money. Um, and I think he felt a bit let down when Scott Wright left for was it 150 grand. Yep. Mm -hmm. So. It's a sore one for for Derek McInnes. and you go right back to Adam Rooney. You know, selling Adam Rooney, they've, they've sold their, their best players continually. Kenny Johnny McLean. Hayes. Johnny McLean, another one, yeah. Shinny. Yeah. So, he always lost big players, but he always replaced them with, with good players. So, the, the job he'd done up, up there, I think the only thing that would disappoint mm -hmm. Dell if you asked him was he, he never won another trophy or two. Yeah. When he got to semi-finals and they get put out, yeah. and that was that was something that will be um, he'd be disappointed about. Come. But I think yeah. overall, if you look at it, where people forget where Aberdeen were before he took them. They were fighting relegation. Yeah. You know, Barry, in the seven years that he was at Aberdeen, Hibs and Hearts have had 13 managers between them. Mm. Really? Wow. Yeah. 13 yeah. against one for uh, Aberdeen. Wow. And what, what Hibs and Hearts would have done to be in Europe every year. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yep. And both mm -hmm. have been relegated during mm -hmm. that time. So although Hibs yep. are, are third this season, I mean, Derek McInnes, 
for the last seven years has done a terrific job at Aberdeen and he could well end up back in England what about Hibs Davey we saw Barry and I were on on Monday Hibs in the cup final what their, their chance to get silverware this year didn't turn up no. really I don't think still waiting for didn't them aren't they just yeah. no goal threat at all um, I thought St Johnson set up were terrific particularly you know when they lost the ball they get right into that really compact shape Chris Kane I thought just ran his guts out up front gives everything doesn't ah, he absolutely yep. and listen it's a terrific chance with the old firm out Hibs will never get a better chance and they've, they've done it again haven't they they've, they've messed up they have indeed Barry reflections on it we talked about it on Monday St Johnson deserved yep. it for him yep. uh, mm-hmm. for me um, I thought it was a real good goal uh, you just need to look at the fullback flying through two mm-hmm. tackles and then a bit of quality for, for Witherspoon um, sells the, the defender a dummy cuts back great ball in and Sean Rooney that, that, that's what he's done all season um, and once they went 1-0 up St Johnson it was theirs because as David just says they're, they're a well drilled unit St Johnson they're well coached um, the back three for me have been superb for them um, and also at times they play some decent stuff St Johnson they've got some decent players as David just mentioned there Chris Kane up front works his backside off constantly the only thing that you can maybe put against him is he doesn't score enough but he does so much good work for the team so overall I thought St Johnson deserved it and you'd have expected when the keeper Macy saved the penalty maybe there would be a comeback for Hibs but it just that wasn't was, that was a moment all. wasn't it you yep. know when when Glenn Middleton misses the penalty you think oh this, this game's going to turn here but they held on Manager of the year, Stephen Gerrard. For me, you yeah, agree still, me. but closely yeah. run by Callum oh, Davidson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, listen, you, you couldn't put a cigarette paper mm. between them, but I, I just think because of the pressure. <laughs> <that> fat, <laughs> Stephen Gerrard, the pressure he was under. Yeah. I mean, his job was on the line, I think, and and to win the league and to win it, you know, in such an important season. Um, He's a man for me. Celtic fans, if you're wondering what is happening, Celtic say they will clarify the position of manager shortly and it's in a communication about season tickets which are on sale, the renewal for next year. So we are on Eddie Howe watch. We understand, well, I don't know. We don't know. They've kept it really, really tight, but everyone seems to know it's going to be Eddie Howe along with the, the backroom uh, team that's been mentioned I hesitate to see any of it along with the director of football Fer- Fer- better, he better Fer- have Fer- a good Harkins. excuse for, yeah. for taking all this time because that's yeah. the first thing he's going to be asked at his media conference yeah. what, what took you so long Richard Hughes in there as well apparently but I don't know for sure nobody knows Barry it's, it's Birchie not, as well yeah. but I know Birchie, yeah. um was his, his chief scout his European mm-hmm. scout and went all over um, Europe to, to try and um, get players for Bournemouth um, and Look, Burchie's got a good connection. You mentioned Granty there as well. Peter Grant, obviously a, a top player for Celtic. So it'll be interesting to see um, when it happens. Or if it happens. Because we've been talking about it for the last three months. I know you were Kelty Hearts manager when we started to speak about <laughs> it. It's over three months since... Uh, Neil Lennon departed there and uh, yeah, well, there's no word at the moment. For Rangers, we know that Fashion Sakala is on his way and Barry revealed in the first hour that there is money to spend for Steven Gerrard for the new season and uh, and that's without selling anyone. Sure, if a huge offer comes in, would it be Ryan Kent? Could it be Morellas? It could be others. It could be for Goldson or whatever. Okay, not at that yeah, level. Well, listen, but, yeah, listen, that's one, uh, one player a lot of people don't mention, Paul, Connor Goldson. And what a story. Uh, I thought he was superb this season. I thought the previous season there was a rick or two in him, a mistake. Um, but this season he, he's been 
he's been uh, he's been unbelievable at the back there, an ap- absolute rock solid. Um, and I-, I wouldn't be surprised if clubs are looking at him, Glenn Kamara as well. He's going into the final twelve month of his contract, so I would hazard a guess if he doesn't agree pretty soon, Rangers might need to cash in on somebody like Glenn Kamara. Mm-hmm. The manager did mention Kamara a couple of times. Remember, oh, we'll get him tied up in a contract, and, and nothing and ever not happened. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's one that. Well, it would need to be done right now, wouldn't it? Really, mm. um, or else they would they would they would take the money. That makes total sense to take the money, no matter how good a player he is. Um, they, they got him for what fifty grand. They would, 50 grand. What, what would they get? Anywhere between five and ten. Yep, and you can't, David. You can't let players get into the final twelve month of their contract yep. um, and start the season. Uh, there's no chance that can happen. I see that uh, John Barnes was saying that uh, Paul Lambert should be the man for Celtic. But Davey, you know him. You know him really well. Would he come back to Glasgow? I, I, I don't think he would. You know, I think he's he's he's, he's done the Glasgow thing. Um, I think there's a part of the, the old firm rivalry that he he finds a bit um, toxic, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not sure he would he would want to come back to Glasgow. But certainly, he's um, he, he he takes all the boxes. Paul did a fabulous uh, job at Norwich, didn't he? He did. And uh, Barry, you know Eddie Howe. Well, you were in the coaching course around the same time, mm. uh, the two of you. What do you think? Uh, I know he's a great student of the game. We spoke to Marvin Bartley about him, who played under him as well. Um, apparently he lives for his, his football and his family. He's just one of these uh, people who just obsessed with it but as I observe you all you all are you know, you, the manager has to be yeah, 24-7. There's no doubt he's, he's a, a top coach but he wouldn't Ever experience what he's going to experience if he signs here in the west of Scotland. You, you don't. It's twenty four seven. The spotlight is on you. Um, down in Bournemouth, it's a nice easy life. But you come up here and you manage one of the old firm. Um, you'll get a shock to the system. From Bournemouth to Barrafield, Davy. I know they don't train there anymore to the Barras, we could say. It's going to be quite uh, a contrast for him. But he must. I think the Champions League, damn it, Desmond must have sold it to him. And the fact that Celtic. One of the biggest clubs yeah, in I mean, European yeah, football, traditionally. Well, yeah. being involved in Europe for a start is, is something that he would never achieve in England. Yeah. Um, certainly not at Bournemouth, that's for sure. Um, but, but, you know, Barry's right. You know, when he, when he lands up here, it's it's going to take some getting used to. I don't care how many big stadiums he's been in or how many big cities he's operated in or lived in. Glasgow's different. Glasgow is totally different and... He will be totally unprepared for for, for what he's he's in for here because it's, it is twenty four seven, and it's a Celtic without their captain, Scott Brown. Of course, thirty five. Yep, probably time to go, but there isn't that continuity. Who's going to be the captain? I know we're uh, shooting in the dark at the moment. Uh, is it Callum, Callum McGregor? McGregor? You would yep. think. So it's a pretty obvious one, isn't mm-hmm. it? Well, assuming Callum McGregor is, is here next season. Word last week was that clubs down south were there's an interest in Callum McGregor. Um, would he stay? He's he's been brilliant for Celtic, hasn't he? He's uh, almost an unsung yeah. hero in that team in a struggling team this year. Yeah, I think if you ask Callum, it wasn't his best of seasons. Um, obviously for the the fact that Celtic struggled as a a, a team, but for me, I, I I like him. I just think you can get more out of him at times. Um, I think he plays within himself. I like him when he's driving forward, um, thirty forty yards carrying the ball. And he, he's getting into the final third. Um, he is, he's a, a right top player, Callum McGregor. Um, and he would be the obvious choice to take over the captaincy. 
you know who must be waiting, saying, what's happening here? Who's going to be the manager? David Turnbull. This time last year, he came, came to the club, came back to the club, mm. you know, after the injury. Started well at Motherwell. Didn't play as much as people thought he would, but he's been a big success, Davey. And you'd want to build the team around him, I would imagine, yeah. are one of the key players. Yeah, I mean... Uh, there was talk of Aston Villa coming in for David mm -hmm. Turnbull. Celtic will not sell David Turnbull. The supporters would burn the main stand down if they sold David Turnbull. He he is he's certainly not for sale. Um, and and he, you know, he's probably the one real bright spot of of what has been a, a disastrous season for Celtic. You know that he is he's the he's the light at the end of the tunnel, if you like. He's the one that they could build a team around him and Callum McGregor. How good do you think he will be? As good as he wants to be, I mean, I, th I think he's got everything. He's he's just a top top player, and he 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 could go straight into the Scotland team without any worries at all. I know I know it's a pretty congested area of the the team, the midfield, and there are so many options, but he's good enough to go straight in. What I like about David Turnbull, he takes responsibility when he's on the pitch. It's sometimes when when players move from smaller clubs to a bigger club. They get overawed, but I, I've never seen that in David Turnbull. In games when Celtic were struggling, he was the one that David just mentioned, a bright spark. He would take the game by the scruff of the neck. If he wasn't making that vital um, pass, he was um, scoring the goal. Uh, so he has one, again, it's really up to him. He could be anything he wants to be because he has got all the attributes to be a top, top midfielder. Give me the ball. He doesn't hide. David, we haven't yeah. seen you since uh, we hear the... You don't like calling them the Colts, Barry. You call them the... What, the young team? that You prefer around the Colts. The is B that team. Right? The B team. Yeah. It's simple. Um, so the B team for Rangers and Celtic are going to be playing uh, next season in the lower league. What do you feel? Good, well, good for them? Terrific for the lower leagues. I, I, I don't know why they were hesitating so mm. much, you know, because the, the old firm will, will attract sponsorship. Um, you know, you, you might... Get much more attention from the media, mm. more, more, more investment. Yeah. They're, they're putting money in. They're buying tickets for the away games. So, you know, I I, I don't see why the lower league clubs were against it. Mm. Some of some of them voted against it. and I don't quite get it. Barry, you know, some of the inside obviously haven't yeah, been the, there. The, yeah. the only issue I've got when they go into the lower league is they, they can get promoted or relegated. Mm. Uh, you want these young guys to go and and have the experience. You go for a a, a title or or maybe getting into a playoff situation but I think it will be good for Rangers and Celtic in terms of younger players playing against real good teams because there is five or six strong teams guys with a lot of experience so they'll certainly benefit from that because young players miss out now don't they you had the reserve football well, I mean I, I go back to when, when I was 15 or 16 I was playing against guys who never played in the first team on the Saturday the reserve games would be on the Monday yeah. so I was playing against somebody who was on the bench maybe a 28 30 year old who'd 350 games under his belt, senior appearances, and I learned so much off that. I learned so much. I was playing with guys who were first-team players, but also I was playing against guys like that, and I just felt that was good for my development. It must bring you on so much, Davey. Similar well, does I remember playing. the old yep. reserve league, yeah, and I remember um, having just signed for Coman and playing against Celtic Reserves, and it was um, <laughs> Dixie Deans and Tom Callaghan. and you're playing against international footballers. And... <laughs> It, it was the ultimate education. You just learned so much from them. And obviously recently, Barry was saying it's more exhibition games they're playing. And that's not any good for anyone, is it? Yeah, let me, me look at Rangers, they go away. And, and I get they want to play your Man Cities and Anderlecht yeah. and, and teams for Spain and, and Italy. But it's, it's nothing. They've got to try and play for something. They've got to try and achieve something. Um, and by going into the, the lower league, they will get tested. 
There's no doubt they'll go to places where they're not used to, like the pitches are not going to be like bowling greens. It'll go, it's going to be bobbly and muddy. Um, so it'll be a good test of character for the young lads. You can see Joe there speaking with uh, James from Go Radio News. Is there anything coming in? We're on Eddie Howe watch. We're on Rangers watch as well. Any signings? No, not yet. She's watching there. She's checking. We're not that far away. We're in the centre of Glasgow here and we're back with more after this. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show. Last 10 minutes of the programme on a Wednesday evening when it's mainly about managers. Malky Mackay is the new manager of Ross County. Antonio Conte is leaving the champions into Milan by mutual consent, which is strange just after they've won the title for the first time in, what, 10 years? Mm. And Aloe Athletic tomorrow morning will confirm Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland, Blackburn Rovers, Blackpool, Birmingham City star, is going to be the new manager. And Barry telling us there how much he's looking forward to it to bring them hopefully back to the championship. It's a remarkable story, isn't it, Davey, that Aloha, when you listen to it, how they've done so well in the yeah. championship over the years. Obviously, they've just gone down because there are not many uh, part-time teams at that level. Yeah, and they've also had some really good managers who've mm -hmm. allowed them yep. to compete. And, you know, it's... Barry's got a few hard acts to follow, mm -hmm. I suppose, next season. Yep. But the, the good thing is that he's, he's already mentioned that the, the cuts to the, the, the squad have already been made. He's going in almost with a clean slate. All he's doing now is signing players and, and getting ready for pre-season. How excited are you? Because you came in buzzing today. Yeah, it's a new yep. challenge. I, mean, I, I was there for, I was at Kelty for just under three years and, and they asked me when I went in in three years, can you get us to the SPFL? So, as you know, Paul, a, a lot of work went, went in. Um, and obviously getting denied the opportunity last year yep. we went again and we gave it everything we got and, and thankfully we got the um, playoff games and, and as, as you you seen on Sunday uh, we done it but I'd made my decision in, in March uh, during the, the second lockdown that I wanted a different challenge no matter if we went up or we stayed in the lower league so this is a new challenge Davey's right they've had real good managers in the past that have went on and done really well but they've brought success so that's the challenge that's in front of me I need to go and try and better these managers and, and that's what I'm I'm going to try and do When will you reveal your backroom team? I haven't asked you is this your chance to get rid of Bob Malcolm? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll announce it next week but I'm, I'm not going to be keeping Paddy Conley who's been there uh, who was a real good player um, back in his day especially at Dundee United so Paddy's going to be staying and then I just need to get round everybody and, and make sure everybody's good to come. So I'll be announcing that in the next week. We're joking, of course, about Bob Malcolm, his right-hand man who's done a great job there. Paddy Conley, more than decent player. Yeah, terrific yep. at Dundee United. Um, seem to remember him being at Airdrie as well. Yep, he was. Um, yep, might so have been at Falkirk, yep. but yeah, yeah, right good player. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 tonight and tomorrow night, the Go Radio Football Show. And the other news that's come up in the last hour or so is that Slavia Prague's Andrzej Kujela, as you know, he appealed against the 10-match ban for racially abusing Rangers star Glenn Kamara. Well, his appeal has been dismissed by UEFA. So the 10-match ban applies. And Barry, that's absolutely right. And it also means he's out of uh, the, the Euros. Yeah, but... I mean, I think anybody that watched the game, Paul, as I'd mentioned earlier on, when you go up to a player and cover your mouth and you just need to see the reaction, not just to Glenn Kamara, but his teammates and of and also, sorry, the opposition, um, I think it's the right thing that the that UEFA have done. Um, and he's going to, it's going to hurt the guy. 
and rightly so he's going to miss the Euros which is a massive tournament any footballer wants to play um, in this sort of event so not right decision by UEFA they can't turn a blind eye or ear anymore no they can't by yep. the same token Paul I don't think the, the, the talk about Slavia being thrown out of the competition I don't think that would have been fair on his teammates or the club I think they've got to hammer the individual um, ten, 10 games probably isn't um, se severe enough but it's a start that and a sign that UEFA are beginning maybe to start taking this seriously because for far too long they, they've ignored it. Yeah, they have for far too long, haven't they? So it's uh, it's good to see. But all forms of racism, bigotry, whatever, it should be driven out. And a lot of it is, happens yeah, in social media. Yeah, but I've got to hammer the individuals. Of course, No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, but to do it there, you know, in front of uh, the cameras and all the rest of it. So UEFA doing the right thing in this case. Um, for Rangers, waiting for uh, some transfer news to see what is going to happen, but that was one of the headlines. that The manager, Stephen Gerrard, was named as uh, the special award by the League Managers Association. That was great. A UK award. Josie Mourinho's won it. So it's a UK Ferguson. award, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think, yeah. It's been won by them, so it's a terrific acknowledgement of yeah. what he's done here. It's a special award that they made and it shows you the pulling power of Stephen Gerrard. So they, you know, you want him involved, don't you, in a, a UK-wide... Mm. Awards yeah, game. it's great yeah. for our game up here that, that people like Stephen Gerrard um, come up and want to manage up here. Um, and you, you always want to see top managers do it. Um, as I said, I think we've got a real good product up here. Um, I don't think we do enough to talk it up, if mm -hmm. I've been honest with you. Um, but no, listen, it's a, a great award after a great season, um, obviously in the league, and going 38 games unbeaten. Um, one in 32 and drawing six, it's... A decent achievement. Phenomenal. Any transfer news from Lewis Ferguson, your nephew? He's asked for the transfer request. Yeah, I've said yeah. I think now is um, the time for Lewis to to kick his career on um, and move. Is it the right thing that he's done putting a transfer request in? I'm not too sure. Um, I think if he just went and, and spoke to him. But listen, that players have got agents. Agents dictate at times. But my honest opinion... I think it's time that, that Lewis um, moved on um, to the next level because uh, I think he's done his apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. He's he done his time at Hamilton, obviously got his move. He's been a regular now for three seasons. He's played at a good level. And I think he's, it's time for him to go to the next level and, and kick on again. David, what do you think of Lewis what, Ferguson? Well, yeah. I, I think he's a terrific prospect. Um, I, I don't think he's had the season that I expected him to have this season for various reasons, maybe. Um, but if you know if if there's a career awaiting him in England, then he's got to he's got to take that chance. And Aberdeen surely can't stand in his way. If you think of the the difference in in money, I mean, one contract down there, the boy will be set up for for life probably. Yeah. Uh, and not just the money, but the chance to go down there and play and, and, and on that platform. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think it'll be short of offers. I mean, Watford is the only one that, mm -hmm. that's been mentioned. Um, I think there'll be two or three. Um, Chasing, chasing him I really do yeah but you want to go and uh, you want to go and showcase your talents I agree with Davey I think he said an okay season it's not been at the, the levels to previous seasons but look Aberdeen struggled um, at times so I, I just I, I believe it's right for him um, to go and if the right move uh, becomes available he's got to go and take it because if you get a move done Davey says in terms of financially it's life changing but mm. also you're pitting your wits against top top players do you, do you see him in the kind of David Turnbull role further up the pitch I prefer or? him up there David yeah because I know Derek McInnes said that to me as mm. well we, we want to get him 
further up the pitch. Yeah, he can play the holding midfield role, but I prefer when he's let off the, the leash. He can go beyond the striker, and, and when he plays that position, Davey, he could get 10, 12 goals a season, no problem. So I, I do prefer him um, further up the pitch in the midfield area. Davy for Celtic we're waiting to hear about uh, the manager how many do you think will have to leave this summer you know of, of the squad roughly off the top of my yeah, head 10 yeah. maybe 10, ten yeah, yeah wow. I, th I think as many as 10 yeah have you ever seen that before as many no, no, no. never seen a clear out no. like that never wow. but th this has been an extraordinary season mm -hmm. players were kept on they probably shouldn't have been kept on um, and it, the hard bit for Dominic Mackay will be will be trying to get the the, the higher wage earners who are not playing off the books and the only way you get them off the books is by throwing money at them so it's going to it's going to cost Celtic a lot of money to, to make these changes people like Ayeti for example yeah yeah Barkas as yeah. well um, three that, years left that's in the contract. 10 million yeah. pounds spent on two players and, yeah. and Davey said earlier on the show they'll be on big bucks mm -hmm. they'll be on big contracts four year contracts so obviously this summer they're, they're going into three years left mm -hmm. That's a big payoff. Are they on around fifteen grand a, a week or something? More than that, twenty. More. I would wow. think more. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge. And by the way, it's not yeah. their I mean, no, of course. It, yeah. I mean, if if you're a Yeti and, yeah. and Dominic Mackay comes and says, "Look, you're not going to play next season. We want you out the club," and I've had an offer from so and so. If you're a Yeti, say, "I'm going nowhere unless you make it worth my while." That's that's every footballer's right. Of course. Yep. Because the minute a footballer's legs go, mm. um, yeah. the club they're treated like horse meat. Yeah. So they've got yeah. they've got to make every penny they can. Mm. And it's such a, a short career for players. Barry, would you agree? Maybe 10 players could go? Yeah, or even more. more. Mm -hmm. um, so, there, as we've mentioned plenty of times, Paul, massive rebuild. So that's why the manager needs to get in mm. now and start, because a lot of clubs start their recruitment process in January, mm. February, just after the window finishes. So, surely if he, he has agreed in the background, he might be doing... Um, having chats with players or whatever but there's a, a big big job um, on his hands there Eddie Howe apparently that's what he lives for the fa his family and football he's not seen out in the restaurants or whatever yeah. not not like you two uh, <laughs> no nobody's anywhere what's he coming into Davey you were at Celtic for so many years Barry at Rangers I hear you saying the difference between Bournemouth but you know if he, if he tuned in for the next two minutes what, what would you say you couldn't explain it to him I, I don't think you could explain it to him I mean I think if you were born and brought up in the west of Scotland you get it mm. you get it but coming in from somewhere else, particularly somewhere like Bournemouth, um, which is Sleepy Hollow compared to this place. On the uh, coast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Listen, beautiful drive down through the New Forest, lovely little resort, lovely people, all very friendly. Team gets clapped off the pitch even when they lose. This is... Um, you know, this is going to be some experience for him if he yep. comes here. Barry, so you've got the opposite in Glasgow. Yep. If you draw a game or lose a game, you've got the <laughs> madmen going for your your head. How long did they give you before they would give you stick, the fans? You know, well, I used it, to say it, to the yeah. players in the dressing room, you've got 10, 15 minutes. See at the start of the game. See <laughs> if we the don't, crowd? Yep. See wow. if we don't start well, the crowd will get on us. That's, that's just life up here. I was lucky enough to be brought up in the west of Scotland. I knew what it was going to be like. So, um, it'll be in for a shock because at both of the old firm clubs, you've got to win. Mm -hmm. A draw's not acceptable. A defeat is an absolute disaster. I go back to Vim Janssen, who was a really popular appoint, appointment and lost his first two games against Hibs and Dunfermline and they wanted him out. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted him out after yeah. two games. Wow. And that's Glasgow. That's 
And Davey, the upside of it, give us the magic of it. Well, there's, there's no place like it if you're winning. But there's no in-between. It's, mm. uh, if, if you're second, you're last. And you just got to take it, you know. Not easy when you're getting stick. And I've, mm. I spent most of my career right out in the touchline, so there was no hiding place in <laughs> the jungle. If, if you're doing well and the team's yeah. doing well, it's yeah. just wonderful. But I tell you what, they soon let you know if you're not doing it for them. Barry? The upside. That's why I wanted to become a central midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. yeah. no, a winger. Now give us the upsides. <laughs> just just with Davy, just yeah. echo what Davy said there. It is. It's a lovely country as well, Scotland. Sure, of course. Yeah, There's the beautiful people places great, you can go yeah. and visit. Um, but as I said, you would need to stay 45 to 60 minutes outside the, the city. And mm-hmm. as I said, that you're, um, it's a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. The demands and the expectations put on top of you he would never have experienced anything like it. Would you ever have had it any other way? No, I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Look, it was difficult. Listen, nobody likes getting criticised. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says, but I, I try to use criticism in a positive way that I had to go and show people that, listen, right, that wasn't good enough. I need to go and be the, the top man in the, the next game. Um, that's the... That's the kind of mindset I had. Okay. Before you go, how's the ribs? Did you see Barry did? Uh, Callum Davidson no. did the. He did the Klinsman, the Champagne slide. Really? When he won the other day, and but the, the ribs no were damaged. <laughs> no good. So Callum's you, was better than mine. Callum yeah. Davidson's. I'll give him that. So tomorrow uh, you're going to be invo- unveiled by Aloha. Is it the I'll yellow and black? I'll be doing slide tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry about that. What, what are you wearing? Are you going to? Is it the tracksuit, the new tracksuit, or whatever? Or are you going to be shirt and tie? We'll have to wait and watch Scotland no, today. Smart ca- yeah. I did ask is, is there club rules, but it's smart casual. That's it. Okay. Things have changed in the shirts and ties now. It's more smart casual. You always yeah. are. Barry, thanks very much. We'll see you again on Friday. Brilliant. Davy, back next week. See you next week. Thanks very much. News coming next at seven. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five.